0: Hey guys, welcome back. This is the Let Me Call You Back podcast with Declan Brooks. This is part three of a conversation we had with a special guest, Adamus Waricus. Let's get right back into it.
1: Um, I'll, I'll talk about this. Uh, the CIA like is known to like do like cultural like uh, they'll try to affect culture. Yeah. There are two quotes I always think about, and this is just like I started writing an essay on conspiracy, and I would like put these at the front and like talk about stuff uh the first one is from uh hunter s thompson culture is found at the fringe and then the one i put in conjunction with it is andrew breitbart of breitbart news who famously died uh suddenly politics is downstream from culture like, yeah. it's like so those two things i was put in conjunction together and famously like the cia when they would like try to fuck with people they want to create a hall of mirrors they want you to be confused at every point so they would do this thing where they would support radical right-wing like idealists like William F. Buckley, who was 100% CIA until he died. Tucker Carlson is CIA, like 100%. Mm-hmm. And he's like the heir to the Tyson food fortune. Um, Tyson chicken, um, stuff like that. They support these people. They know they do this. But they also support this like radical Marxist named Franz Fanon who wrote The Wretched of the Earth and claimed that you should rise up and lay down your life in an act of violence against the state. So is that, that would considered anarchist right uh no it's uh ra- like the type of Marxism. Radical, radical vigilantism not, not vigilantism it's just like saying like you should be willing to lay down your life for a revolutionary cause oh, like a radical martyrdom yes to some degree not even martyrdom you should just be willing to do it you shouldn't need to be a martyr yeah um in a marxist sense he, he's an interesting guy well they paid for his like him to be brought to the u.s for his cancer treatment before he died and like why makes no fucking sense. Yeah. And they were funding all sorts of guys like that. They probably supported Jackson Pollock pretty heavily to create a, a new era of art. Uh, They wanted to create, like, there was an idea of art beyond, like, you didn't need to make it about ideas. You could just do these things. It po- It's so fucking weird. There's a crazy article on it. It's, uh, like, how the CIA influenced art. And this came out in, like, 1995. And it's, they try to affect culture in all these weird ways. And they try to create a hall of mirrors supporting people. Like, they're like, well, why the fuck are you affiliated with the CIA? Isn't that weird? Yeah. Uh, Same with um, so like there's a podcast I listen to. It's called Chapo Trap House. Yeah, uh, they are I've heard of it, I've never listened. To the bad boy, the dirt bag left, the socialist, whatever. I don't fucking care. That's about all I know. That a they bunch are, of them they alleged, are considered uh, uh, left. Or left yeah, yeah, a bunch of people allege they are uh, CIA, which really? I highly doubt. However, they do have a Patreon, and I always think that's it. And like all you'd have to do is create a shell company to figure out how to make donations to a Patreon. Yeah. It's that simple. Like, and like why would, then why is the CIA elevating that voice? Or are they just trying to create the association? So you can do those two things. And both of those just gonna make you call that into question. If you learn that, you'd be like, that's kind of weird that you're a you know, leftist podcast and you're associated with the CIA. And it's like, well, we didn't know. And it's like, yeah, but why are they advocating what you're saying then? That's those create these conflicts. But that's deliberate. You can counteract things. It's OPSEC. It's great. Uh, a bunch of, uh, I mean, most like college, um, most uh, colleges are like heavily infiltrated, like in that sense. Of no- course, Noam Chomsky works for MIT, for example, and they're like, "Why?" But also, he got like caught up in the Epstein stuff recently, so it's weird. Dude, uh, really? Yeah, he's hanging out with Epstein's driver, and I'm like, "That's really fucking." I don't really care for Chomsky. I mean, he's fine. He wrote. I mean, everyone should read "Manufacturing Consent." You should have a loose idea of how that works. It's fine. Blah blah blah. But, but anyways. I got spooky for a second while you were talking. That fan over there, the air, I guess the air filter is blowing that sign up there. Yeah. Like, what's moving that sign? Dude? Yep. There's fucking ghosts yep. in here. There's a Ouija board over there. Do you know about Smedley Butler? Never heard hmm. of him. The name sounds very familiar. Crazy fucking name. There's a bunch of shit named all over Philadelphia for him. There's a Smedley Ave out between Aston and Media. Um named after him. Smedley Butler was a US military general that was recruited to try to overthrow the U S government of FDR in a situation called the business plot. And so what happened was he was a Marine soldier for, I think he was in the Spanish American war. And then he was also part of several other wars up to when we get up to world war two. And he did not, uh, he, he really was radicalized by all the wars he was involved in and he wrote this famous book he's like i was a gangster for cap war is a racket he was like all i've ever been is a gangster for capitalism he's like all i do is go to these other countries destroy them so we can come in buy all the infrastructure buy the integral stuff sounds about right that is exactly what we do that's what we're doing in <laughs> ukraine right now that's yeah. what we're doing these are investment opportunities that's what yeah. happened in libya and so he recognizes this, and he's very radicalized by it. But during this time, after World War One, a bunch of the soldiers rega- promised this thing called a bonus.
0: Hold on. Is he whistleblowing this or no?
1: No. He's not a whistleblower. That's uh, He's just a general in the U.S. military. Marines. Okay. And he is brought in to help clear out this bonus army that marches on Washington to get their bonuses because it's during the Depression. They want their money. He doesn't really take part of it. But, uh, one General Douglas MacArthur leads it uh, along with his, uh, secretary, like assistant, whatever the fuck it is, one, uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower. So this is like a weird, like nexus point real quick before I forget this. Actually, I just remembered Smedley Butler also created the Philadelphia police force, (laughs) but like actually it's like a public service. Like he really wanted, like he created the modern police force for Philadelphia. Like, yeah, like they created all these, like, Like efficient systems, like he was, he was like really part of like prohibition, getting like part of that crackdown. Sometime after that march on Washington by the Bonus Army, he is met by these guys just doing outreach, uh, a messenger for someone, and they're like, "We want you to give this speech to the American Legion, which is an anti-communist organization." First, that most people don't know that. Uh, The American Legion is the American Legion is created by the federal government, like it's created by like like insane like right wingers in like the 1930s. So it's like people who think like some insane stuff about eugenics. Uh create the American Legion to try and like control troops. That's really what it is to get guys that came back from World War 1 and like control their opinions and thoughts. It was American Legion's not uh, the actual history of it. American Legion is like uh pretty well known as like a right wing org in that sense, like in like the general sense, but also like it's a part of the state in a weird way it's so weird <laughs> interesting uh yeah i played american legion baseball i'm oh, a yeah. member of the american legion no yeah i'm a moose lodge member my, yeah. ma- my mom my mom my 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 family's part of like the american legion which i'm like yeah. whatever i'm not like whatever do whatever you want he's reached out to by these people who want him to give this special speech about how the president needs to be taken aside and given assistance during this time of struggle and to get us back on the gold standard, not take us off it, which is something that's trying to happen at that time. And like all this specific stuff. And he's like, what the fuck? No, I'm not. Why would I do that? (laughs) Like, this sounds fucked up. And it turns out it's these millionaire bankers, uh, notably one, George HW Bush's grandfather, Prescott Prescott Bush, Mm -hmm. creator of Buckeye casting in Columbus, Ohio, which they get called New Englanders and they're like Ohio white trash. I love it. Like their grandfather and their dad, they're, yeah, are all, yeah. It's,
0: it's so weird. Uh, because,
1: that. you know what, Prescott Bush was selling weapons to the fucking Nazis and doing a bunch of banking when he's legally not supposed to. Yeah. And, which, like, whatever, that's never stopped anyone. The Bushes are fucking evil. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> they say that Prescott Bush is a common ancestor of the Obama family. Probably. Well, they're Mayflower family. So, yeah. Mayflower family meaning, uh, People that came that can trace their lineage directly to the original pat, like the original log of the Mayflower. So yeah, they pretty much like one of the conspirators in this thing, this plot allegedly to overthrow the government of the United States, is uh, this guy who says he's like, I have thirty million dollars. I think it's the heir to the sewer singer sewer sewing machine fortune. God, I can't. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he tells him, he's like, I have thirty million dollars and I plan to spend. I will spend up to half of it if it means I can keep it. And I'm like, well, then you're a fucking idiot. Why would you spend? You had thirty million dollars. Why are you spending fifteen million to overthrow the government? That doesn't yeah. work. And it, it, it—the plot fails because Smedley Butler gives a speech from Newtown Square in PA, just right outside media, and from his home, like, just like disclosing everything about this. And then there's a hearing in Congress, and they pretty much conclude they're like, there was 100% a plot to overthrow the government. That's it. We're not doing anything about it. And it's just like, what? the fuck yeah the business plot is it's called the business plot uh it is just insane and it, what happened to him what Smedley Butler how'd he die uh he just kind of died of old age uh the war I think he died at, right after the war ended or right before it because I think he would have had some really strong opinions about the atomic weapons speaking of have you seen Oppenheimer I did the double feature I saw the Barbenheimer I special King of Prussia saw Barbie
0: uh I just saw Oppenheimer Like, last week on Wednesday. And then I saw Oppenheimer
1: in film, 70mm IMAX. What'd you think? It's fine. Really? (laughs) I wasn't that impressed with it uh, in a lot of capacities. I was just like, this is a fine movie. It's fine. I'll put it on. Do you think it was accurate? You know, the thing I would have liked for them to show in it was all the fucking Nazis we were bringing here after World War II. They don't talk about, like, really, like, when he's in those trials and stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, they made that crutch, the Leo Strauss confirmation yeah lewis strauss confirmation and i was like whatever i think it would have been a better crutch for them to like lean on like the nazis I, mean, I was an ardent like anti-nazi like bringing them here at all so i think that would have been a better dynamic would have been a better story and then you get the story you want and it's like whatever the lewis strauss one works okay but i actually really don't think i think the story doesn't really isn't like really cogent that way like i don't think it yeah. flows properly the moral message isn't really falling also i got yelled at because i just started cackling in the theater when they did that, I have become death, destroyer of worlds. Line yeah. from the first one when he when he's getting getting sloppy toppy from Florence Pugh. And I'm
0: just i like, was surprised they used that at that moment. That
1: is the funniest thing on. I Earth. was I
0: was waiting for that because he's like this would be so sad. Because historically, he says that when the bomb is getting Dude, tested. I would believe right? it if he's he's like I just got
1: laid for the first time? He's
0: fucking a woman and he he says the term I have become death, destroyer of worlds. He didn't say that historically until he he put the bomb off. Right? I
1: would believe he said it. I would believe he said it. It's so funny if he did. Also, Emily Blunt looks weird in that movie. I feel like she got that like, woman. He's fucking no. Emily Blunt's his wife in the movie. Oh, because uh, that woman. Have you seen Emily Blunt outside of like no. that movie? She got like something done. She looks weird now. I don't know what the fuck. I, I thought she looked
0: guarding. weird in the movie.
1: Well, that's fine. But apparently, no. She got like I think she got like facial surgery. I'm like she looks weird now. I'm like, what are you fuck? into clones? <laughs> are you into the clone theories? Clone <laughs> theories are weird. I love the- like Jamie Foxx recently with all that shit. You know, I watched the movie. that caused him to have a stroke. God is a Bullet by Boston. It's a book by Boston Tehran. I had my friend read it for me recently, so I could like learn and see if it was worth reading. <laughs> he had a massive stroke on that film. That thing, that thing's fucking nuts. Uh, I originally wanted to watch that movie because Andrew Dice Clay is in it.
0: <laughs> I have not heard of that.
1: It's not good. Don't really. Don't even
0: bother. Uh, it's not the Andrew guy, Jamie- Dice Clay is in. What the fuck is he Andrew doing? Dice is in movies. I know, just I just can't imagine what he's, he's in
1: uh, *Stars Born* recently.
0: I haven't seen yeah. that.
1: He plays uh, her dad. Yeah, he's the father of, of Lady Gaga. Yeah, he. Uh, I met him more like Andrew Dice Clay. I met him uh, for like a second uh, up in the stand. This is a weird thing. My my coworker at the bar, or like my friends, met Andrew Dice Clay multiple times because her friend's sister is her. Is Ele- 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 Eleanor? Is it, yeah. Oh no, shit. Yeah, okay. yeah, who's from Philly? Yeah, sorry, I don't know why that struggled. Yeah,
0: no, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah,
1: so like, yeah, it's one connection, really. It's I love
0: just, the way he talks about Eleanor.
1: Yeah, she rocks. Yeah, I saw her live recently. She opened. Yeah, it was great. She's fucking. Old. Yeah. Yeah, she's wicked. She's very funny. But no, so I, I was really hoping to get to meet. I'm, I'm hoping to get to meet her and Andrew Dice Clay. I actually want to meet her more. It's yeah. kind of sad now because I'm like, man, Andrew Dice Clay is old. <laughs> Uh, I will just, I will do uh, this real quick plug. So I I am going to be starting a podcast here soon. Hopefully I've just been busy. Yeah. I, 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 I call it weird it, show at weird kiss. No, uh, it's going to be called American guilt, uh, which I will just be going into deep politics, uh, film reviews, anything. I'll be doing tons of stuff. It's yeah. not really a comedy podcast, but I want, I'm probably going to have a guest on. It's just going to be me talking into a mic for three hours, freaking people out. I love that. Yeah. Um, And, like, we're probably going to, I'm going to probably follow a basic, like, Patreon model, like, one free, one, one, you know, on Patreon. Yeah. We're going to, I have, like, episodes planned around, like, the assassination of Dennis Kucinich, who is the, who is RFK's campaign manager currently. He was uh, mayor of Cleveland, who was. Yeah, I'm curious about that, that uh, whole situation a little bit. Yeah, with RFK? Yeah. Oh, we can talk about RFK in one second. I, I fucking. I love RFK so much. He's so stupid. (laughs) <laughs> no um, he's fucking shredded yeah i'm um, so i'm gonna be doing american guilt it's gonna be just me we're gonna probably bring a comic on i'll like talk about something and like i want someone to talk to and layman them too like so like they can get freaked out yeah yeah i do this to people all the time where i just end up they're like well how does this thing work and i'm like Ugh. and like i've got a bunch of different stuff planned out uh, i've got some like series episodes i want to do like like mini series type stuff i've got i'm gonna try and bank like 20 episodes before i put it out and like. i'm gonna do like dedicated program to kill episodes i'm gonna do all sorts of weird shit and just try to freak people out with stuff like and like i I forgot to mention him even once but like one of the main influences on me is this professor named uh dr michael Parenti. he wrote uh this book called the assassination of julius caesar which is a really great Ah, critique of of history and how it's accounted for uh historians hate it and he um wrote that book and yeah just he eviscerates like a lot of like, he's like almost all of history is written by like the wealthiest psychos in our fucking culture. And of they course. control the narrative. And he's like, eh, he's like, he's not good, but like Caesar was great overall. Like, he was a fairly revolutionary leader and like they assassinate him pretty much due to like nothing to do with democratic views and values. No, no, just cause they were, uh, they were invested in their class interests and like, he's a, um, He's a Marxist. And the Senate obviously yeah. is invested in the class interest. That's why they, they the yeah, said it directly, because uh, there's a pedocracy. It's an insane fucking government. But yeah, so he wrote that book. He also wrote Black Shirts and Reds, which is like one of the most like famously like it's a great book, like, it's the most famous piece of work about fascism. Um he's a lecture that I highly recommend if anyone wants it. Uh, it's uh the the history of like what the, uh, the the root causes of fascism. It's one of the most like influential like speeches I've ever listened to. Hmm. That and uh, JFK in the Gangster State. JFK in the Gangster State is one of his best lectures of all time. And I love it. It's just, I recommend it to everyone just to understand something yeah. uh, that you don't know. And so. It's awesome. Yeah. So like, yeah. So uh, uh, I, I'm going to probably do it. He's probably going to die here in the next couple of years. He was like best friends of Bernie Sanders. Uh, he stopped being friends of Bernie because Bernie
0: you uh, affiliate with Sanders
1: and, like, the ideology you said, and you, got, yeah, you, got, you said you got into a lot of this being a big Bernie. in 2016, I was just like, I fucking hate Hillary Clinton. <laughs> do you still have the same opinions of Bernie? He's disappointed me. It's fine, though. It's, listen, yeah. I don't know what I want from one 80-year-old guy in the Senate. It's kind of our fault. Do that you think a his Bernie. role has shifted drastically? I mean, he's trying to do the best he can. I know that. Like, I, 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 good faith versus bad faith, I know he's acting in good faith. So it's just like, I can't get too upset. I can't yeah. put all my hopes on a fucking single senator or, like, uh, democratic systems If you believe in like Revolutionary politics Or anything yeah. like that You can't be like Man can't wait for To vote myself Out of hell It's great <laughs> they're like Well when's the election It's like oh it's never happening It's like yeah What the fuck <laughs> No I, I'm not doing that Like I I just yeah I, I refuse And like I It's like I don't fuck With the Democrats They fucking suck And there's yeah. no hope With those people And it's just like Alright cool I'm just gonna wait For things to get weird I guess Or yeah. not Just <laughs> um. So like Yeah just I i identified with the sanders movement i don't fuck with elizabeth warren fuck her also not because she's a woman because she sucks she took she says like i'm never gonna take super pack money what she do she take fucking super pack money she's like well it's different because i'm a woman and it's like mm, you fucking bitch what do you think about palin dude she's so hot. <laughs> rocking too <tits. laughs> did you see that picture that was just like guys can i say something without anyone getting mad <laughs> um have you heard the theories about her her daughters and whose child is who and Oh, I'm sure it's true. I'm sure it's some crazy situation. Like, there's like a, a belief that like. Um, well, I don't really like to get mad at people for that stuff, though. One of her, uh, I think her third daughter, a lot of people believe is They're actually. Still- yeah, they believe that uh, is actually the um teen pregnancy child of her oldest daughter. I wouldn't be surprised by that. But you know what? I don't need to get into that conspiracy because I think it's fucked up. I think it's fine when people do that because it's just like that happens. Jack Nicholson is that um his, his the people he thought were his parents were his grandparents his older sister was his mom actually like crazy that, that's I not never, a crazy thing uh i've never that's heard of a that suicide before. thing this is a weird thing with suicide stuff people think the police like i know i talk about like the police lie all the time and try to throw stuff around like if they can get it out of dealing doing their job in that sense like they're gonna do it it's gonna be if they can pin murders on other people great but suicides a lot of people have situations that don't make sense that happen to them i knew someone that they said a tree fell on him i'm like no the guy fucking hung himself in the woods but it's like you can't report that he committed suicide like they're not yeah. gonna, they don't need to do that like what's that get and so like which is actually kind of a nice function the police have like it's actually nice that they have that ability to, like do some discretion and i'm not like all for it but it's like it's kind of good when like sad things happen and you just don't want to be like hey like this person killed himself i don't know why that just made me think of the farmer that shot himself <laughs> yeah like you the, get 50 year old street from the heritage remember the yeah. old man 70 year old old guys who just like their wife dies and they just, they're just they like i want to be gone i don't want to be yeah. here they'll just they'll kill themselves they'll be like oh they died of sadness it's like no those old guys who die after their wife dies they it like, the to... melancholy yeah it's just like yeah it's just like what the fuck are you supposed to do like there's not much i don't know like I, there's like weird conspiracy stuff like that where it's like a lot of it like you, you can't attribute to malice that which you can attribute to sheer stupidity mm-hmm. but sometimes there is like some weird like humanity to some things that's like Maybe they didn't kill that guy. This entire episode makes me feel like Raymond's going to go take a piss and he's going to get (laughs) murder-suicided. Dude. Like, Raymond, please don't get (laughs) murder-suicided. Roscoe, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Flipping flipping your bird up. It was Roscoe. Roscoe (laughs) did it. Goddamn. How can we prove it? I'm a big advocate for having dogs and animals around. Like, when I live out in the middle of nowhere in the country, you get paranoid about shit. They can sense shit. They they yes. sense shit that we do And then don't. when they do, and you're like, oh no no no. Yeah, no, dude, no. I I did I had that feeling on the back of my neck, and you have it now too. You probably had it longer than I have. It's very weird when your animals sense the exact same. Yeah, sensation. well especially when you're on a farm in middle of nowhere, Ohio, yeah. at twelve o'clock at night. Well, and we grew up in the farms. We grew up in. in I don't live on the farms. I'm so dumb with the farms. You know what? Uh, you know what fucked me up was the Jersey Devil a lot growing up. You know what fucked me up? Signs. Yeah, because signs are <laughs> based out there, right? What in Ohio? It's in, no, it's in Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Isn't All this movies take place around Philadelphia. Yeah, I always forget that shit. In The Happening, that little uh place that they break into, that little like breakfast lodge, it's called the G Lodge. I've been yeah. there. It's a it's an active diner. Nice. It's very cool. It's like it's a very weird pl- thing that Emily oh. oh. Shyamalan writes a lot of his stories and everything based off the footage in you, those areas. You, your brother won't mind missing this. No. Uh, do you know? Do you ever see that? Did you see that movie Amsterdam that came out recently? Heard of it? What is it about? That's about the business plot. Fundamentally, it's a. You should not give money to David O'Russell the guy who directed it. If you can pirate that movie or watch it on HBO like everyone else. Amsterdam is a movie that came out like in 2021, 2022. Stars John David Washington, Christian Bale, Robert De Niro plays a Smedley Butler type. He doesn't play Smedley Butler, but by the way, Smedley uh fucking guy who knows his shit, Robert De Niro. He is he is fucking pilled. He knows his stuff. Really? He uh made a movie called The Good Shepherd insane movie with Matt Damon. It's all about James yeah. G. It's a, a parallel of James Jesus Angleton. I just, I'll recommend, I always want to recommend that movie, but Robert De Niro knows something. He's, he's, he's in, he's a cool dude. He's like, he's like, fuck this place. These people. That's surprising. Honestly, I don't know. I'm not too shocked. He's always been like really left. He's uh first off, everyone always forgets. Uh, Robert De Niro is married to an African American woman and they tend to share radical politics. Together. <laughs> I don't think it's like George Lucas and his wife, but yeah, But yeah, Robert De Niro is married to an actor. Poor George Lucas, man. He's falling apart. Like mentally, though. Do you see him in in public a lot now? I think he's just an old... He was always weird. I I know. He's just an old scared man, though. He's like long been alleged to be like incredibly autistic. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'd believe it. He's like that weird like hype. There's a thing with like autism. Some people get like they have that weird high-pitched voice. Yeah. Uh, There's like a weird like vocal tick that some people have that have autism. It's weird. No way. Really? (laughs) what are you talking about it's like poetry they rhyme (laughs) weird Uh, yeah so like but yeah amsterdam Amsterdam. yeah fuck david o russell he sucks uh he made silver linings playbook he makes a bunch of philadelphia-based movies uh i eat at the diner that they show in that film film, uh and there's a little thing in their booth and like i'm so freaked out by rest i'm paranoid i used to work as a bouncer for like six years yeah so did i and like i would i, I Do like you assess rooms still yes, you still constantly. walk i was a lifeguard before that so it doesn't yeah. help like you're already you, scanning you, you, kind of, yeah you, you want your brains on that and so like i will sit, if i go to a restaurant i want to be looking at the door i don't like not i don't like when people are behind me so i can get a back booth with a wall behind me and the door looking at the door i like being able to see people's hands i like be able to see it. i like <sighs> to be able to see this and up. it's yeah. it's it's crazy Remember, yeah. listen my job was you know people get into a fight let's remove the weapons and protect everybody yeah. Or go in there and fight somebody and then drag them out yeah and that's, so like i would get like so I, I eat at that place it's called lanark diner in yeah. uh drexel hill it is awesome it's only 24 they only like 24 hour diners left in philly nice. I, like i highly recommend it. i go get i get these fucking, i get eggs benedict oh my god <laughs> you okay over there that's my favorite fucking <laughs> diner dish yeah. ever dude. well eggs benedict or eggs montreal which is eggs montreal has locks on it <laughs> It fucking Ooh. rocks. Dude fucking wet. So we've talked we about gotta this go before. Out and eat together, so. Yeah, we should get some food together. Dude, I'm, a, I'm a fat fuck. I, I I get so drunk and eat thirty dollars with a taco bell in my car in twelve minutes. <laughs> Weird. Ohio and South Jersey sound like the same place, dude. They are. Every time I talk to Pete, I'm like we feel I'm like you and I are the same. We were talking about I want to go to Caltown. Oh, oh my god. We should go hang out in Caltown. We're from there, by yeah. the way. We go into those yeah, we the, yeah. I, I wanna go to Caltown. I learned about Caltown. I'm like, I gotta go.
0: So that's the fucked up thing about Baltimore and the Baltimore. I think it's when you leave the Northeast. I mean, they consider Jersey and Philly mid-Atlantic, but Mm. culturally it's like that Northeast thing where they have that diner culture. Yeah. There's literally nothing in this city. They don't do diners like that. Nothing stays open late. Well,
1: well, COVID fucked it bad too on a 24-hour place. And so Lanark being the only one that's still like around, can't beat it. Yeah, dude. I'm a big Monte Cristo person. (laughs) Big (laughs) Monte Cristo. Also, we used to have a place, Colonial Diner. Jersey, right over the bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh beasting chicken fingers. Okay. In-house blend. Homemade blue cheese. Fuck yeah. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Hey, hey, what uh, else do you got? Uh JFK when Lee Harvey Oswald killed JFK, he was twenty-four years old. I think everyone <laughs> should know that. Like anyone who's never had doubts about the JFK assassination should know he was twenty-four years old and that we did that and had been heavily affiliated with FBI people and CIA. He was probably FBI more than CIA. But like that and how accomplished he was for being 24 years old for no reason. yeah he was i mean he fluent in, in russian fucking what, what school did you say he went to he went to monterey school of the of languages where you can only get in if you're a fucking fed like you have to like he was at atsu there's a photo of john wayne at a military base in i think either japan i think it's the atsuki military base in japan he's visiting a military base and in the background is lee harvey oswald just of a photo of john wayne it is fucking crazy um so that's just a weird thing and it's just like i always like if you ever have any doubts about that fucking assassination you should just know that to begin with yeah and go from there since we're in baltimore my favorite go birds type guy uh john wilkes booth who also shot a president around like 20 i think he's 27 when he shot the president Mm -hmm. uh I always just like to imagine it's like Go Birds right before you. He, cause he's, I like imagine with a Dundalk accent fucking assassinating. He's from Baltimore. He's full. Oh,
0: oh, yeah. You're right. Cause they do say Go Birds. I just realized what you're yeah. saying.
1: His grave is like not far from here. Yeah. There's a, I was just at a show the other night. Someone said to me, he's like, this guy is from Philly. He's like, is the only place where Baltimore S doesn't feel bad about their accents. Cause yeah. they all have the same accents. Yeah. They all fucking, yeah. We have the exact same accents. Yo, dude. Which it's awesome cause I do not have any accent. So it's just like, southern uh, ohio doesn't really have a regional accent it's really yeah. No, i've noticed that southern ohio does but i don't have it because my mom's from philly and my dad's a military brat they don't the military people don't really yeah them. so i don't i really haven't I, I sometimes i'll start to slip into talking about southern ohio do you get into like any other crazy stuff like time travel time travel's stupid there's no point in trying to figure it out because here's the thing like once i learned i understood you have to be able to travel through time and space like all the people like you have those those weird pi- pictures of like future man like those those weird pictures of like the future men you can't believe it it'll be picture. like people that like pop up in like 20s 30s pictures Where it'll be a fucking guy yeah holding like wearing like you know present day the watch. clothing yeah, yeah the watch stuff. yeah the watch ones are really common i know what you're talking about but yeah. those guys are like lame to me cuz it's just like the issue is is like a lot of those photos aren't that old actually it turns yeah. out that it always almost always turns out it's like it's a, a photo thing that we didn't understand yeah or someone t- like it was a set photo or yeah. something it's just like none of that stuff actually really goes the way you would think i'm it gullible <laughs> it's fine like it's fine I, my issue with time travel like that should eliminate it from your mind entirely as a possibility you have to be able to t- travel through time and space so if you had a time travel portal right in here right now or a machine if you walk through it we are on a rock spinning hundreds of miles an hour through space. Where we are currently right now is not – we are hundreds of miles away from where we were right now. Yeah. You would be there. <laughs> you would be dead in space. So, like, that's, it, that's what makes like, – so unless you can move through time and space, which we don't know how you would do that. <laughs> and so, like, that's why I'm, like, I don't really engage in time travel. Also, I hate when it shows up in, like, Marvel and shit now because I'm just, like – always an indicator of a thriving franchise and you've got to rely on multiverse and comic i I like them i'm not against them but it's just like the stakes are low when you add multiverse and you add time travel to any story you lower the stakes automatically it's not good narratively the time machine great movie i like it uh stuff like that's fine like it's it is fine to have that but it's mainly just so they don't have to they can be lazy and write poorly what do you think of the movie the jumpers the jumpers or the, the guys that can like jump from different parts of the world. Jumper, yeah, with Anna, with with Hayden Christensen from yeah, right, no, yeah. right, yeah, it's Hayden I Christensen. So, yeah. That was a that was such a fun little concept movie. It was a comic movie. Yeah, and, yeah, and it, was, it was fine. I, I I like small concept. It's a very fringe uh, introduction into astral projection. Yes, yeah. I also really like um my stupid like superhero movie that I love is the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, I love that. Sucks fucking... dick. It is so bad. I know. I it love the invisible so guy. Cause, cause, the like, invisible. Other... Yes, he was awesome. He it was the It's one of the best invisible characters that's been done because lo- yeah. most of them are bullshit. Yeah. The fucking... It, that's. A I didn't watch movie. that new one with Elizabeth Moss. Uh, it's like, what if a woman was crazy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. They're all beautiful baby girls. They've never done anything Did wrong. Did we hit that whole list? Uh, Kind of. I've got some other loose things I could just hit you with. I was starting to talk about John Wilkes Booth for no real reason. Other than that. I was in Baltimore and I just think it's awesome. I've got uh the JFK assassination, not specifically that, but the Warren Commission. I have a lot of issues with the Warren Commission. Pretty much everyone that was on it went on to go to, on to further success. You have Stephen Breyer, if you don't know that name, that's the Supreme Court justice who just retired recently and was yeah. replaced by Kentaji Brown. Uh he was a clerk on that court case, like on that Warren, on the Warren Commission. That's weird.
0: That's uh, fucking crazy.
1: Gerald Ford was uh the he was actually pretty relevant in the government. Like he was I think Senate minority leader, no, House House minority leader from he was a, a congressman from Michigan, mm. still the only guy who was never elected to the presidency or vice presidency, uh, which I've got beef with. Yeah. President football. But uh, Arlen Specter is the most notable one. Arlen Specter was uh, the senator from Pennsylvania who famously flipped parties in 2008 to the Democrats to give Obama a 60-vote 60, 60 proof majority. And like it was a, he could veto proof majority in the fucking Senate.
0: Was that out of left field?
1: Yes. Arlen Specter was kind of like okay on stuff. He was moderate Republican in a lot of ways, but he's the one who came up with the single bullet theory for the Warren Commission, which is impossible. There is no way one single bullet could have done that. Uh, Just in general. Like there is no fucking way.
0: That's crazy that that's the same person.
1: So, Arlen Specter, yeah. So, like,
0: how was that the same? He later goes on to be
1: a fucking U.S. Senator, one of the most relevant ones. How long did his wife live? Uh, Jackie? Yeah. So, what was her role in her position? There's a really fucked up story. Who's the guy who ran Hustler? Larry, the people versus something. It's a famous movie. I'm trying to fucking remember. Uh, Hustler, it was Hustler got, someone took like nude photos of her and they were not good, just for if anyone's curious. Uh, and they were, they like put them she in. She was a-, a fucking bag of trash. Go ahead. And they put them in, they put them in. <laughs> Hustler. Yeah, she got like, they, they, it was fucked up. It was fucked up what they did to her. Um, so Jack.
0: Larry Claxton, Flint Jr.
1: Larry Flint. People versus Larry Flint's the movie, yes, yes. Uh, I know what you're talking about, okay. Yeah, that's... Yeah, so she married Aristotle Onassis, uh, a shipping magnet from Greece, yeah. who was a total fucking psycho and, like, was horrible. They pretty much, like, arranged married her off, which was, like, right after her husband died. It's insane they did that to her. And, oh, JFK Jr., another guy who was probably killed by the government, <laughs> just for fun. I actually don't think there was a reason behind it, like... <laughs> I wonder if the family. He died in a plane crash. Yeah, 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 I wonder if the family just ever showed any evidence of pursuance. In like- so, RFK Jr. Well, not RFK Jr. Oh, yeah. We'll do RFK and we'll do RFK Jr., I guess. Because uh, I'd love to talk about the election. That's going to be they great. Kill RF- Dude, the way RFK dies makes me so sad. RFK is the easiest one. It is 100% assassination. Makes you- me sad because I like RFK. I like RFK. He's fu- actually he was probably a bigger dick than his brother, which is kind of wild, because uh, he went after the fucking unions, and I'm like, what the fuck? Shut the fuck up, man! Everyone always bitches out the unions because they were affiliated with the mob. You know who else was fucking affiliated with the mob? Everyone fucking else. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like fuck You're right bosses. Up. Yeah. Listen, don't play nice. Uh, Charles de Gaulle, the president of France and like the he- hero of like World War II, he like knew there was like a deep state actor. He, he had multiple assassination attempts against him. I think it's like over like thirty it might be 60, I fucking, I I might be forgetting, Charles de Gaulle, they tried to assassinate him multiple times, the U.S. government 100% tried to assassinate him, and it was because he wanted to pull out of Algeria and Vietnam, and they said, if you think that we were willing to assassinate de Gaulle over Algeria and Vietnam, we wouldn't fucking assassinate Kennedy, like, just fucking do that thought process right there, but anyways, he, um, he knew there was a deep state faction within France, and so he formed his own fucking hit squad to kill those guys. And so he was smart. JFK made the mistake of trusting our people too much. He should have fucking had a bunch of other people killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he's the actual like badass goat that he is and should have just worked with the mob and had all these fucking actors killed. But anyways, RFK. RFK is really easy to understand. Uh, there's a book that I will always recommend. It's uh, a, Lie to Bi- Lie- a Lie Too Big to Fai- Fail by Lisa Pease she's a basic lib but she believes in this one thing really heavily and she's correct and like so it's like you can take that you shouldn't take her on any of her other weird politics shit i don't understand it whatever and she did this big investigation on it she pretty much concluded that uh sirhan sirhan the assassination uh assassinator of rfk that's in prison for it and has gone up for parole he's like 90 almost 90 years old now yeah he went into the hospital after getting hurt uh, well, he's a jockey he felt the horse broke his leg and he was in the hospital it seems like during that time, they did mind control experiments on him. Uh, they would take him out to a shooting range after he healed, and he would shoot at a paper tiger with a gun. They got him to do it under hypnotism, and they put him in a hypnotic, hypnotic trance, and he would go to shoot at it like with, even without the gun in his hand. It's wild. And he— A paper tiger. Why a paper tiger? It's just like a paper like target. Okay. So that's what is alleged. RFK gives wins the California primary in 1968. Mm. He's going to be the presidential nominee. When he met Khrushchev before that, he said, we can't do anything about Jack being assassinated right now. My wife and I believe, we know it's not you guys. It was a right-wing coup with inside the United States of oil interests and fucking, you know, with whatever. They don't really need to mention the mob. The mob's not really part of it. That's just the CIA. <laughs> Those are just the hands being, you know, used. Yeah, it's just, they're just the CIA. Like, there is no mob. They're right? just the extension. You, yeah, and so... um, he tells them that he's like we'll deal with it when i run for president which is wild like that's a wild thing to wait and he then runs for president wins the california primary is gonna be president like he's gonna be the nominee at least i don't know if he wins in 1968 but um he is walking through the ambassador hotel in california where sirhan sirhan works in the kitchen sirhan sirhan jumps up on a table fires a gun More bullets are found and more bullet holes are found than the the gun can hold. I think it's like 13 and the gun can't even hold that. And when people said he fired the gun, there were flashes coming from it. Now, guns don't produce flashes, but blanks do. So that's just a weird thing. And they believe he was put under a hypnotic trance to shoot at the president. Well, the presidential nominee. While the guy who was walking right behind him is one Thane Eugene Caesar, who is a Cuban immigrant who was kicked out of Cuba, right-wing Cuban guy, who is holding him right here, like, and RFK is, like, right against him on his left. RFK dies from a bullet going in behind his right ear. Sharon Serhan shoots him from the front, so... Doesn't line up? It doesn't. No, it's pretty clear. It's, like, Thane Eugene Caesar most likely shot and killed RFK. Yeah. And that was it. I mean, that's, yeah. But, like, also, like, crazy thing is, is, like, you have Gerald Ford gets shot by a Manson family member, Squeaky From, who just, I think, was let out on parole. And then you have Reagan getting shot by John Hinckley Jr., who is the son of one George H.W. Bush's best friend. The Hinckleys, yeah, they're connected. They're an oil family. Yeah. Uh, John Hinckley Jr. had schizophrenia and like was probably brainwashed into shooting Reagan. There's a book called Family Secrets. Uh, I highly recommend the Chapo Trap House series, Poppy parts one through three they use that accounting of the book Mm -hmm. uh they talk about Watergate they talk about all sorts of stuff they're nuts and pretty much like HW Bush is like this nexus of evil he is which is probably true like HW Bush is fucking a monster well he lied about being in the CIA and then was made the director and it's like he'd been in the CIA forever yeah anytime you hear see someone quit the CIA like normally they'll quit around their mid-30s and they'll start a private business he starts to pot of oil during that time it's just like, it's all, you're with the CIA still always. And he, he's just fucking wild. Like there's a major conspiracy that he killed JFK actually. I've heard that before too. Because he doesn't, uh there's a memo from J. Edgar Hoover. I think it goes something, don't quote me on this, but it's, <laughs> this is all me doing this from memory. I swear my podcast will have way deeper research. <laughs> I won't just make. Approximate claims And like this has been debunked He always claims he didn't know where he was On 11-22-63 uh, While he was running for Congress in Texas I believe <laughs> Of course he's there Yeah Well actually in Dallas that day President Nixon Well Nixon was there that day There's a speech lot of for people there. Yeah I know too uh, Well everyone people always forget Like Nixon was the vice president for Eisenhower Most people don't know that So it's like Everyone's like what the fuck was Nixon doing there It's like well Because he was a relevant political figure still. Yeah But he was giving a speech to PepsiCo At that time There were four people who would go on to be president in Dallas that day when JFK is assassinated. So fucking weird. Uh, And so anyways, yeah, they all got a front row fucking seat for what happens. That's crazy. Like, Uh, hey, just a heads up. You want to be president? Get in line. You know what I mean? Actually, fuck, another guy who spooked up out of fucking, out the the blue, Obama. His mother is 100% CIA. Uh, Also, Dave Chappelle's mom. She probably helped kill the president of Ghana. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what uh, that's a weird one dude dave Chappelle's family is like uh dc like aristocracy very yeah. weird yeah. liberated slaves who like really moved up really quick in the hierarchy yeah his mom was like 100 percent. why can i not remember the president of ghana that was assassinated oh patrice lumumba that's his name mm. fuck i could not remember that <laughs> you uh you brought up an interesting one earlier i had brought up napoleon being italian to him you brought up some stuff about the french connection oh yeah uh so I talked about Daniel Ellsberg for a second earlier Daniel Ellsberg was a leaker oh fuck I'll talk about leakers and then I'll pivot back into Daniel Ellsberg I fucking hate Edward Snowden Edward Snowden's bullshit fuck Edward Snowden you heard me folks um Edward Snowden is a fucking liar like he is 100% that the NSA was spying on you yeah but so is every private organization Like Google, like Google reads every fucking thing you have now. Yeah. They did that with Gmail. That was the revolutionary part of Gmail. Uh, There's a book by Yasha Levine. It's called Surveillance Valley. It's an incredible book. He goes just through the history. He's like, if Snowden knew that they were spying on you, the NSA was spying on you. He also knew that every other fucking Silicon Valley group, everyone, he's like, he knew they had so much more. And uh, it was because uh, he was an advocate for this thing called Tor, which is like a Darknet type thing. Yeah. Out, which, he's like, you can't be tracked on there. And it's like, you 100% fucking can, because it was made by the goddamn CIA. Yeah. And so, like, that's what was up. It was just trying to push all those outsiders onto another website. That's really all that was. It was, um, and also, like, probably to the benefit of private business, uh, Google and all of them were very annoyed that the NSA was spying on people, because it's like, that's our fucking thing. Please don't do that. We want the government to be dependent on us. Outsource that out to us. That's a regular thing they do. And so yeah yasha levine surveillance valley that's just a weird thing Fuck Edward snowden
0: interesting
1: <laughs> uh so daniel ellsberg was the guy who did the pentagon papers leak he revealed that we knew we did not we had known since i think like right like the year after the war started that we could not win the war in vietnam like just based off manpower hours alone all those these, these very complex algorithms that they can do to calculate exactly what things are going to cost and there's just no way we could win yeah So Daniel Ellsberg leaked that information to the Washington Post. Uh, Nixon had his plumbers break into his psychiatrist's office and get his records through that, like, Daniel Ellsberg was a crazy person, blah, blah, blah. Well, when Daniel Ellsberg was over in Vietnam, though, which, fuck Daniel Ellsberg also, like, he knew, like, the Vietnam War was bad from the fucking start. I don't think you get radicalized by that. Like, he was upper-level management and should know this. He was probably controlled opposition in this one capacity. They probably let him get away with something some certain factors in like, the liberal or the dovish side of the government. And he uh, was hooking up with this Corsican drug dealers woman. The Corsican drug dealers were heroin traffickers uh, operating in the Golden Triangle, which is Vietnam, Laos, and Cambodia. Uh, they were trafficking heroin out and selling it abroad. That later showed up in a movie called The French Connection, starring Gene Hackman. Great movie where these French, which are just Corsican, drug dealers are trafficking heroin into the United States. And that's where that came from. It was just, like, common knowledge that, like, Corsican, like, these, this was something that was happening yeah. during the war. Like, the heroin trafficking of the Vietnam War is, like, highly never, like, covered. I love that the movie American Gangster brings it up. It actually, like, it kind of, like, it's your first glimpse into it. It kind of, like, lets you know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Huge drug traffickers. It's, that's just how that one works. It's just, that that's crazy with that. Yeah. RFK Jr. Yes. <laughs> I listened to that three and a half hour fucking episode with Rogan that he did. And I felt dumber. <laughs> I think people should listen to it, though. I haven't. It's, it's interesting. I've I, heard some people say he's a fucking idiot. Like, that's an opinion of some people. He's kind of an idiot. What's his story? What's up with his vocal cords? Uh, his, he got that from doing uh, injecting himself with drugs, and he got hepatitis. He claims it's the COVID vaccine. No, he doesn't claim that's from COVID. Are you sure? Yeah. He's like, no, I sucking dick in a bus stop. No way. I was sucking dick in a bus stop. Me and RFK were sucking dick in a <laughs> bus stop. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's fucked up. He has like a 20% approval rating in like the polls right now. Like at the polling, like he's, he's, you he could fuck up. Like, do you think he's a good guy or a bad guy? RFK is a fucking idiot. First off, here's the first thing you should know. His son is married to a CIA agent. Okay. How can you go around saying like, oh, I don't know if I'd be safe if I had the CIA watching me. And it's like, motherfucker, you're... Your son is literally married to a CIA agent. Like, shut the fuck up. I actually laugh he's, sometimes he's, when he's I... He's like the fakest of the Kennedys. I really don't like him. Yeah. I, uh, I actually had to do work in the D.C. area the other day, oh. and I had to go to a guy's house who claimed he works for the NSA. And I think it's
0: funny how, like... There's a lot of people around here that work for the NSA. Okay.
1: Um, specifically around here, yeah. Uh, in my head, I'm picturing him to be this, like, computer buff, smart guy and everything. Oh, yeah. Had no cameras on his house. No need and to. had issues with using his own cell phone. I'm I like, believe that. I was like, upper level management. Yes, I believe that. Mm-hmm. He's got fucking guys for it. He doesn't need to figure that shit out. I was just like, I was very interested by it. I'm like, man, you do not seem like you were for the NSA. I pictured you having a fucking earpiece that looks at my dick while we're talking. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why would he do that? Sounds gay. I don't <laughs> know, man. You're like, Why are like- you having gay? That sounds like somebody saying something more about you. <laughs> hey, man, you know, I was like, just trying well, to get some Oh, my pics. God. Wouldn't it be fucked up if I went in here and you looked at my dick? No, dude. It was just like <laughs> weird. I, I really expected like, a house with cameras. He didn't even have a ring. There's no point why because he has a satellite probably no, there's just no fucking point like why what are you gonna what is he gonna glean from that mm. he's like why would i be paranoid the government's watching me all the time anyway what <laughs> I got the fat weights in my house i'm paranoid yeah. he's <laughs> yeah. like i'm the guy that i'm the guy who does it like i'm the one that orders the shit i used to see a girl though whose cousin is high level cia like not listed as an employee high level cia and she's like yeah her and her husband was in the dea and she used to be in the dea I'm like, that's weird. She's like, she's like, yeah, they went to Afghanistan. And I'm like, that's your cousin trafficked heroin. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking? <laughs> I, I was so scared talking to her. I was like, what the fuck, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Like, uh, you can bleep this one out. Does something for the State Department that I don't know what he does. And he's a fucking like yeah, handsome California looking kid that's like tall and charismatic and somehow has a CIA job. And he was a good, do- I believe it. a pothead idiot growing up my entire yes. life. And I don't get it. I have another friend that's like getting a PhD. And like, I was like, dog, they're going to try and recruit you for CIA. You know that, right? Like they do that all the time. They, they love going to ac- academia, like academia. The original CIA was like incredibly liberal, quote unquote, but it's just like, yeah, but we're American nationalists. So we're going to advocate, you know, destroying everywhere else. Yeah. And they wanted, they would come up with these insane strategies. It's like all those MKUltra guys were like Harvard, MIT, and like a bunch of them were like liberals and like... It's a very commonly misconceived, like, the conservative parts of those parts are the guys who are on the ground doing shit normally. But, like, yeah, like, anyways. I have a friend, too. uh, At one point, I had to be interviewed by an embassy worker because she had put me down as a recommendation for a person as a character, like a, a character reference. person couldn't tell me what she did. Yep couldn't tell me what she was being interviewed for only that she was getting clearance and having a character reference being done for an embassy position which is why they use you though like because normally you would use another government worker so it was uh they were interviewing her childhood friends yeah they it will was go so weird like they make sure they're not gonna get infiltrated yeah no they they got good stuff on that they, they interviewed me and a couple other her like friends from being on the school bus it was very weird and it was like a probably like Late seventies, chubby white guy who had like a fucking government badge, and he's like, "Yeah, I have to go to another city from here." Oh, he in person. Oh shit, yeah, those are the real. He ones. came to my job. He's like, "Hey, sir, my name's so and so. I have to do an interview for so and so. I know you work over here at the the so and so place." Like, I was like, "Yeah, okay." Holy fuck. Yeah. He's like, "Is it okay if I stop by your work one day and come interview you about so and so, just to do a character reference?" I was like, "What the fuck, dude." And she had studied abroad and she had done some things and then she wanted to get a job in the state department. And for the life of me, I don't know what she does. Cause when she started it, is she Mormon No. damn when she started it, she told me that she was creating a group for women, uh, yeah, doing, right. doing research for the embassy department. Yep. That sounds almost 100% correct. That is the embassies are full of spies. That is like where we keep 90% of our spies. <laughs> they love putting those guys there. I haven't heard from her for in years. I, I'm curi- very curious to see where that led her, dude. I get so fucking. I lied about all the drugs that we did and everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> Has she ever touched a drug? Not once. Well, not she actually lot. smacked them out of my hands. Biden was like, they're like, oh, Biden administration's not gonna like punish people for weed, and it's like, okay, cool. And they asked a bunch of staffers, like, hey, have you smoked weed? And they all said, yeah. And they're like, you're all fucking fired. Get the fuck. Out. <laughs> that was yeah. a real thing that happened. It was hilarious. I was like, you know what? I, I think they, had, they, like, they were trying to make sure people... Like, they did just like a loose lips challenge, and those fuckers lost. I like when they like, like interviewed him like recently. I was like, so are you going to legalize weed? He's like, why the hell would I do that? Like it's you America. said that. Oh, Whoa. We, we, we fucking say things, guys. Come on. My son and I are, are, are trying to have a conversation. I like how he tries it's to... America. Because he's nuts. I like how like, they're like, all right, yo, go out there and be normal, Joe. All right, I'll go out here and act like everybody's cool grandfather some ice cream upstairs fellas what do you think it's such a weird thing that is it's terrible. like joe joe stop talking about ice cream he's like got popsicles too he's fine though whatever it's just i'm so glad that he did all that evil for literally no money whatsoever it sucks it, it, it's just almost sad to see his puppeteer act it's, i wonder who his wife's gonna marry next jill yeah Does she have old lady tits i don't know I don't like to comment on women's bodies. Lies. <laughs> Lies. Every woman I brought up like, here. tits. I <laughs> love women. Anything else you feel like notably... Uh, You've me- you seen that video of Bud Dwyer blowing his brains out? Yeah. Okay. Dude. That- <laughs> That's fucking crazy. What do you? What was that about again? He was... It was, like, a, just a basic corruption scam. He got caught. He would have just gone to, like... I not found even a whores in the caddy? Is that what uh, happened? Kind of. I mean, he's just... Dude, he's fucking... He's dumb. <laughs> The thing was like political machines. Fucking is, do it on camera. The, the reason with political machines is like you have to understand like they would just bring guys in and like normally like so Den- I talked about Denny Hassard earlier. He was the Speaker of the House who was a pedophile. The reason he ended up there is not because of any other reason except for the fact that he ended up there because they could blackmail him. You can control a guy who's a pedophile, but if you have blackmail on him, especially if you like if you want him to do what you want, and so a lot of these guys who go into the government have compromise on them and actually the more the better the higher they'll go that's how that works and so bud dwyer was probably just part of a political machine he probably got some basic dirt and they said you're not fucking worth it and that guy's like what if i killed myself and it's like dude you didn't have to be that dramatic fuck man you can start painting your nails and like wearing your hair long in the the senate (laughs) you know (laughs) he'd fucking just easily he went fucking all out which is like damn dude you should not done that i'll talk about pennsylvania's only president Okay, he's the greatest president of all time because the whole country fell apart underneath him. <laughs> all right, so it was during 2016. They said Hillary Clinton is the most qualified person to ever run for president. She's been Secretary of State and she's been a senator, and that's it. And she's been first lady. I guess you can count that one. Fair enough. The most qualified man, and like they started to make that whole point about like qualifications as being like the best thing about her. Like that's why she needs to be president. Most qualified person, the most qualified person to ever be president the country split in half and the civil war <laughs> happened under James Buchanan the only fucking Pennsylvania president who when he was president before that he was the governor of PA he was multiple ambassadors to like he high level the position. he was a congressman he was like he had like multiple cabinet secretary positions and the motherfucker let the country fall apart under his watch this is a northern democrat i mean a northern senator and the fucking whole country fucking shits the bed on him. And I'm like, I don't think any qualification thing should ever come up again. Just based off that alone, I just wanted to shit on James Buchanan. He was also <laughs> probably gay. Nice. Uh, famously lived with his best friend in the White House. And I'm like, nice. Same with Lincoln. Lincoln used to cuddle he, with his bodyguard. What uh, he used to allegedly fuck guys' thighs. That's the thing they would do. They, yeah. they, would, th- they would put the thighs together. Like you take care of your boys. What are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, <what laughs> li- well, actually, there's a... The, 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 well, like, American Dad has that whole episode about Lincoln being gay. Yeah. But that was actually like a pretty legitimate theory for a long mm-hmm. time. They're like, oh, Mary Todd's just crazy. It's like, nah, her husband's fucking men. <laughs> <laughs> That'd and crazy. drive me nuts if you're just standing there. Like, is no one well, seeing like, this? And, and six, <laughs> like, imagine you're Mary Todd Lincoln and you see your six four husband. You're like, yes. And it's just like, she's like, you want to do it later? She's like, no. No, no, no. I'm going to nah, have the Greg's boy. I'm going to do some. I'm going to do some wrestling.
0: Dude, that was, uh, you re- you've done some research. I, re- I really appreciate that point of view that you have on all of this. It's like, there's a lot of stuff going on in here. And I think there's even more we could get into with this. But I think we should just get into daily life. Things have been happening with us right now. And just like comedy in general. And like the Philadelphia scene, I only know anything about comedy from Declan. Yeah. Because I'm not really in a, in a comedy scene really whatsoever, but like, I would just like to know more about what's been going on.
1: Well, so I'm like a brand new comic. I'm, okay. I'm not even a year in. Yeah, he's like on the same track as me when it comes to the time frame. What do you think your favorite thing that's happened here in comedy has been? What do you think for you? You said you had goals. You were like, uh, I want to host something. I yeah, wanna... so when I, when I started comedy, I was like, I don't want to half-ass this. And then if you see me go out at MICE, you'd assume you're like, well, that doesn't seem true. Uh, I moved here. I, I was here from August to September. And I was like, I was really holding off. I was way too nervous to go start. And I, my first night doing it, I think was either October 2nd or October 4th. And I went to, I was going to go to the 700 and do stand-up on the Wednesday. They weren't doing it. And I instead went to... Uh, stir and stir was the first mic i ever did it was probably the best mic i could have done and i went to fergie's right afterwards and did there finally got it going i was like and then i started like doing it more I was like probably after 10 mics i was like i need to have goals or else i'm not going to fucking achieve anything and so i set a goal of i want to be booked on a show i want to get booked on a show out of state as well it's the second thing uh i want to get on a podcast so congrats boys you got You're that welcome. for me uh i want to host <laughs> your stick now I want to host, <laughs> and I want to, I want to get to... Uh, I was like, I need to try at least do 15 minutes. And I've done almost all of those, except for the out-of-state show. Oh, I wanted to win my round of funniest, but I didn't. Yeah. Which is fine. I did okay.
0: You did Philly's funniest?
1: I did. And so the night that they only took... Well, by night, we didn't have enough people show up. And so if it's less than 10 people, they only take two. Is it over? Uh, Tomorrow? To, audience oh, members? Shit. Actually, the semifinals is tonight. Is it? There was one tonight, and then the other one. What? Is, not enough audience members. If there are not enough comp, like if there's supposed to be eight, let's see. Holy shit! Hell yeah! Amber Born, they took four. Okay, I knew they would take four. I was like, "There's no way they're gonna take three. Who so is it down to? There. Well, there's. It's currently down to like sixteen people. Uh, James awesome. is funny. So is Connor. They're all great. Those and four- Amber. Amber's funny. I think her fucking the right to arm bears yes just cracks me up um but that's just kind of crazy like uh so I, I didn't know how many people they would take i assumed that like, for this last round they would want at least so like they're in this, the last second to last round right now uh two semi-final rounds of like i think 12 each and i thought they would only take three like they normally take three each time unless not enough people show up that are on the show and they take only two the night i went on only eight people showed up so they only could take two and so i was like yeah whatever i i had a good set so i can't complain i yeah. did tape uh check out my my instagram reels and so for this last round they'll take four from each night and so it will be eight people for the finals and the they'll just one two three that's who wins yeah did you see the philly comedy festival yeah hundred dollar tickets uh i might have gotten free tickets because a bunch of my friend a bunch of people i know can't stop dming my friend (laughs) what do you mean i have a female friend that every comic seems to think is a comic she gets offered to be booked more than me and she's never even done a mic And it's hilarious. It's the funniest goddamn thing. And also, uh, Philadelphia Comics, you got no fucking game. No riz whatsoever. Uh, You guys, they got to change it up. It's bad. I should not see people's name. You should get drunk and be like, I love you, and then just never respond again. (laughs) It's the best way to do it. I I think my goal this year for comedy, I think, was to just see what a year looks like in doing it and see if it's something I enjoy. And, man, I really enjoyed it this year. Would you say you enjoyed the year of it? I mean, comedy is hell. Hell is other people, and that's that's comedy in general. It's fine. It's going out and dying a little each night. It's like forcing yourself to see the ugly part of the world, just like this stuff. I don't know about that. I don't think it's. uh, I I do observational comedy, and I just act like a fucking dumbass pretty regularly. And so, you know, I'm just like, "Eh, whatever. Like my goal with comedy, doing it the first year was like, I was like, I don't really want to worry about the quality of jokes. If I can get people to laugh, if I can write structure, that's fine. But if I can go out learn to get used to a room, get comfortable on stage, have fun. Cause like so many people go up there and you're like, are you even enjoying this? Or are you just a narcissist? You have to be on stage and people have to be listening yeah. to you. And it's like, why the fuck would you want that? And it's like, well, because people have to. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so it's like, uh, I mean, like if you don't have like a goal like that, I think it's like, I think, I think it's, it's not the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like you should I think people should set goals for themselves in comedy and like actually have a clear idea of getting booked and what that looks like and who is your favorite comedian? Ooh, damn, that's a good one. <laughs> Who's yours, Raymond? Tim Dillon. I like Tim D- I saw him with Shane Gillis and Nick Mullen and McCusker and someone else. Oh, Big J Oakerson, that was the other one. I saw those five at Hershey.
0: Nice. Ah, dude, I wanted to go to that
1: show. Yeah big j's at a live casino in a couple weeks he's he's probably my least favorite
0: <laughs> yeah he's my he's number fine. two
1: he's fine i i not to shit on him i just like he's fine
0: honestly his comedy is not as good as his podcasting to me at least
1: most most i mean there's an issue in comedy right now where a lot of podcasters blew up and they didn't develop the comedic skills that they should have probably yeah. like that's why like and they'll admit to that see it's crazy because big j is a fucking lifetime comic like, yeah, like he's know. been around for like all of these people. Is he, he is a Legion of Skanks guy, right? Yeah. Legion of Skanks bonfire. Yeah, yeah. Louis J. Gomez. Um, yeah. Motherfucker, roller, <laughs> rollerblading away from nine eleven. I love that. Yeah, it's a great story. I really like uh, Jim uh, Jim Jeffries. I thought you were going to say Jim Brewer for a second. Like, no, fucking Jim Brewer is annoying. I know. You can't lie about SNL all day and also not be funny. I know. And lie about smoking pot the whole time. Yeah, I really like him. I really like Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's great. Yeah. I like how fucking uncomfortable he'll make people. It's mm-hmm. the best. I'm uh, not a huge Chappelle, Chappelle fan. I'm a big Chappelle show fan. So there's a spot down in
0: the harbor called the Port Comedy Club. You might have heard of it recently. It's kind of like the spot in Baltimore to go oh, for nice. like open I,
1: mics. The one that I knew was Sidebar. Oh, okay. That yeah. was, Yeah.
0: But uh, like Tony Woods is there almost every other night. Tony Woods was like a mentor of Chappelle he's, he's he's pretty good. But there's a lot of things going on right now in the city. Yeah,
1: I I just went to Baltimore for the first. I met Stavros the other day. Where did you Where did you see him? I um. It was unrelated. I I followed his brother on Instagram. The art show. The art. Oh, yes. The art.
0: The art exhibit. So
1: we had a. We. What was it that you called me about? So you, you were there, right? right? You went, right? No. Are you dating a girl right now? No. Some girl followed us. It was a friend of yours. That's dangerous. And did she post a story with him in it? I think yeah, so. Yeah, my friend Kimberly. That's yeah. It yeah oh, well, I, told, I told you. I told her about being on the podcast. Yeah. so She probably followed you. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was your girlfriend or something or not. Yes, Big Tick Kimberly. Nice, dude. Nice. Chat the big uh, B T K. Um, BTK <laughs> oh, killer. Yeah, uh, bind for, for kill, <laughs> baby. <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> BTK came Oh, yeah. shit. She's going to get so mad at me when she hears That's that. That's so funny. <laughs> now, um, he he brought up that you uh, looked like you guys read an art show of Star vs. Brother yes because i follow, i followed her i followed his brother on instagram unrelated he does some weird him. shit dude. i like him he's cool My, she bought one of his prints and it's like 300 fucking dollars i was like holy he showed sh-. me he showed me what the prints were i'm like what the fuck is going on right now yeah they're, <laughs> they're interesting I, I like it it's some um, people man yeah and so like i, I happened to also meet stavros and i was like this this is weird yeah because <laughs> i was like oh yeah i'm like hey this art show's happening she's like do you want to go and i was like yeah fuck, sure buy a print Oh, she did. I'm did. broke. <laughs> uh, mailman money's good, but student loans take a lot of chunk <laughs> out of that. Yeah. I'm working like 56 hours a week and fucking, yeah, goddamn student loans. And so like, yeah, I don't know. I got to meet him. Like, I haven't really met too many. I met Shane Gillis at fucking Helium. A couple years ago, we went to the
0: first ever live show for Are You Garbage in Philadelphia. Was that? So, was that Helium, I think,
1: right? Yeah. No, it was Punchline. It was outside. Okay. It
0: was during COVID. Who is that?
1: uh it's uh h foley and kevin ryan okay they're philly comics that blew up during covid with the are you garbage podcast
0: they just happened to have shane gillis
1: running his austin set and he and it was was like the first
0: thing we'd ever seen we're like dude
1: this is crazy it was uh them mike rainey tommy pope on it someone else pope Pope was probably yeah someone it's tommy popes around all their shit uh uh john Cassidy, tommy cassidy okay um Dude, they're fucking hilarious, and like, it's it's really funny the weird moments you'll run into in the Philly comedy scene because there is some pretty fucking big names. Dude, the one night someone told me George Lopez stopped down at Two Street. He stopped down there if after George a Lopez show. George Lopez came into Two Street, I would no, come. No, he apparent <laughs> he he came over on a Wednesday night because he was at Helium, and someone told him to go over to Two Street if he really wanted to go see some more comedy, and it was Wednesday, and he missed our Two Street mic. Imagine being at the Two Street mic. George Lopez jumps in. Yeah. Um, Fuck, man. It would make my night, dude. It's I would just blast the song. I would be so racist. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you ran into Lee Syatt that one night.
1: Yeah, Lee Syatt was at uh, uh, Two Street on uh, Thanksgiving weekend. He was, he was doing a show with Joey Diaz at, at oh, Parks. Diaz. Yeah, so do I. I've heard he's weird live, but it's fine. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm going to see Nick Mullen in December. That's going to be sick. Um, Nick Mullins top five for me right now. A funnier as a podcaster, I mean he just he's he's funny. I love him. I've grown to realize that not a lot of the mainstream uh, specials are that funny. That's because Netflix will give anyone a special. I'm talking about the YouTube ones, even the like YouTube. The ones that are well, the YouTube special, special is it's, so the podcasters can afford to do them. And Except for McCusker's McCusker's Speed of Light, dude. I, I have really, have so. seen I've seen his and I've seen Stavros Honestly, Adamus, it was a fucking great. Special. You know who else I really like that I forget about
0: all the time? Burris Hannibal yeah he's great you know who's funny i just saw recently i saw down at the port which i wasn't too familiar i saw daryl charles
1: oh yeah i met yeah from dude, philly, philly. At, yeah. is he from philly yeah he's like yeah we talked about this He's like, he's got a skit group and yeah he's awesome I, I did my first paid show and he's like dude that's fucking i, I just happened to run into him at fergie he's, he's, like, he's like that's fucking great man he's like yeah i just started i just came back to comedy after like a year or something or you just take it he's he's back now like i don't know where he was but yeah I'm gonna try and check out Maddie Smith. because She's a wild and out character, and like I want to, I want to see her. And then uh, Sarah Bell's opening for Sarah Bell's great. But who's one of your favorite com- like comics in Philly right now? <laughs> like that we know. That we know. Yeah, I was thinking about this. I love J. I love Jason. Chris Yellow, dude. Chris Iello. I always say his name wrong, but he's funny, dude. Danny Iello. Lemare. <laughs> Le Lemare Le rocks. Lemare is. I got to do a show with Lemare. It was fucking awesome. Sarah's great. Yeah. Philly seems really nice. It's really nice. Yeah. It's like a nice equal level. You have you have a lot of challenge because there's a lot of hard workers. You have a lot of people that are actually really funny that like write. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, my my favorite person who always writes is like who's very good. I got him to do a Delco show recently. It was uh, Sean O'Shaughnessy. I was just I, I was, was before he's you even always, said always writing. Me, yeah, i fucking Before love you Sean. even said it to me, Sean O'Shaughnessy is one of my favorites, dude. And uh, he uh, he told me he's like Declan, you are such a genuinely nice person. I'm like, What do you mean? He's like quit bragging. He's like, you're just driving. I gave him a ride home one night. He's like, that was such a nice thing to do. He must experience uh, such shitty people in Philly all the time. <laughs> I like, a him like a ride. i know. I'm sure, yeah. He's like, I barely knew him for like a second. I'm like, I'm going over from Great Room to Two Street. I was like, you want a ride? He's like, you're such a nice fucking dude, man. Jesus Christ. See, no one says what that to man? me when they're like, they're like, oh, Adamus, can you, are you going home? You're like, you want to give nine comics a ride home tonight? All I ever do is give people rides home. And I'm just like, God damn, this is killing me. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, fucking. (laughs) He cracks me up. I think Sean's really funny. And then uh, people are like, oh, you're drunk. And I'm like, why are you criticizing a free ride, dog? Like, shut the fuck up. I also haven't had like a single beer that night. Cool hangs, cool people, lump. I fucks with lump. I fucking love lump. I learned he had a wife recently. I was like, hell yeah. So it's a good scene. I it? mean, we have at least enough diverse of like a scene, like in the sense of like, there are good like enough variety of rooms and styles. I I I'm trying to start a mic. I, I would like to do a heckle mic really badly, like a heckle mic or a character mic or both. Honestly, I would love to bully the shit of pe- out of people for being in character. I don't know how we didn't bring this up. Uh, we just did the tomato mic this past weekend. Adam you is did it to dethrobed. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the correct. That's not the correct <laughs> word. <laughs> disrobed Disrobed. and De- yeah, we tried de-thro- we thro- fucking- that's dethrobed and that's we run into this all the time yeah, Sorry, i just i just try words listen you're not wrong oh, <laughs> that's how phonics is supposed to work very frugal <laughs> i use the word frugal or wrong well that's fru- over not- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a long time i thought frugal meant i was like express like i share yeah. and get no i thought it meant <laughs> like i i'm i give money i spend money on people I thought frugal was like, I, dude, I've said to people so many times, like, oh, dude, you, you mind if I uh, smoke some of your weed? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm frugal. Hop in here. Fuck yeah. No. That's fucking in, right. my, in their head. And I'm like, why do they guys tell me he's stingy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But so we did tomato, Mike. I, it was fun. I, I thought, got brutalized. Speaking of brutalized, <laughs> poor Pete. No, Pete loves it. He I know he loves it. Punishment Pete, baby. Pete <laughs> Give it up like for a, our friend, Pete Eckenrod. Yeah, dude. Honestly. Huge. When I came to Philly from his his grandpa jokes are the best I I tra- was traveling for work and everything and I didn't know really anybody in Philly yet and I had hit up my buddy Alex Thomas shout out to Alex he's got the no offense podcast um he had done shows of Pete and LaMare and he had had them on his podcast and he's like hey when you go back to Philly hit up Pete Eckenroth Pete was super welcoming and got me into every mic that I got into the city and helped me figure it out and yep. he's probably one of the best people I've met in Philly comedy he shout and I are just <laughs> he's definitely the shit but dude he was wearing a white dress shirt raymond he looked like a vietnam vet that someone hit with tomatoes like he was fucking wrecked he's got he's got a sweet mustache going right now yeah i know i'm really my mustache sucks shit he's got a perfect that 70s show mustache i don't know how he did it it looks like fucking eric with a mustache but yeah tomato mike was great i got way too fucked up and yeah i stripped down to my skivvies and tennis shoes and a PBR hat, as I'm wearing right now. I love it. It was getting ripped apart with tomatoes. I was, and I didn't flinch once. I'm proud of that. It was funny. Uh, some people got upset with me, which I was like, great. It's, it's working, Yeah, oh. she can keep her opinions to herself. <laughs> yeah, and let me tell you, let that dumb bro keep her fucking opinions. Bras, yeah. <laughs> no, I. God damn it! They're like, how All dare they do. Too <laughs> many, too many fucking comics are just like, how dare you have fun? And I'm just like, hey, dude, he was talking to me about some. <laughs> no, 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 no. Trying, no, no, I'm not saying like. Don't throw I just, it on. That just, just cracks me up, man. Yeah, people are huge fucking babies. We're talking about after. Yeah. Yeah. Off, oh, man. off, Mike. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: I think. We're getting to the point
1: where we're wrapping this up. Why you don't want to make it four and have four episodes? <laughs> yeah, right. I can I can go all night. Now I figured we'd finish this up on the Philly stuff here. Like so, we did our tomato open mic. It was fucking fun. We had a blast. He got racked up. I got fucking all shouted up and I was really red afterwards. And I'm very pale, except for my mailman Listen, farmer. We Sam. get red when we drink. He's, trying, he's drunk, so I don't think he remembers this part when this happened. He's fucking waiting to go into the bathroom. He's still like you know oh, God, not really yeah, wearing clothes. Remember. Trying to go get rinsed off and clean himself off. And he's been waiting in line to use the bathroom for like a minute. This girl walks up and starts talking to us. And she's like, are you doing something right now? He's like, yeah, I'm waiting to go in line, and rinse myself off. I've, I'm covered in tomatoes. And she's like, okay, I'm going to jump in front of you and just jumps in front of him and takes a piss instead of him. I'm like, the fuck, lady? <laughs> Crack me up. I was talking to some pilots. They were fun. They went to the same college as me. So Cracked just, me that's... up. I was like, I was like, he's shirtless with tomatoes all over him. Like, yeah, just... Look at me. I look <laughs> like I've been stabbed. He's dripping. I got cut inside my ear. <laughs> I got a little cut on the inside. <laughs> it, hurt. it hurt. They're sharp, dude. The stems. Yeah, man. Well, they stabbed them. Oh, then I stabbed myself that night. I was doing five-finger filet with myself. And oh, nice. I uh showing off. It was a very interesting night, dude. There was a bunch of fucking just, like, college white kids that somebody invited, and they were just... No, they're they- not. Those are grad students. <laughs> yeah, who were those kids? I th- Jamie's a grad student, so I no, assume that makes they're his sense. friends. They're Jamie, Jamie's another great comic. He's great. Jamie Fitzpatrick. Shout out to him. He put on the show, obviously. He, um Yeah. Dude, th- there was just, like, a group of, like, young white kids that looked like they went to Drexel that were there just to hurt people. <laughs> they, <laughs> they loved me. They were just throwing as hard as they could, which was just, like... F- it's well like, poor, ma- most people are throwing poorly. Yeah. Ma- it ma- sounded ma- like Mave ma is the one who's got like fucking haymakers. She played she played men's baseball. She didn't play she played on a men's team. So <laughs> she fucking rocked. That was great. It was a fun Philly comedy weekend and then obviously uh we went out yesterday into our comedy rounds and then did some karaoke. So it was a very, very interesting comedy journey this weekend. Yeah, I, you-
0: I really want to come up and see it
1: and like experience it a little bit and see what it's going on up there. It's yeah. it's yeah i mean like it's got so the best one actually, come out, the best one probably come out to is like grape or a thursday when thursday's like popping so in two weeks I'll, I'll go back on the road next week for work i'll have two weeks on and then i'll actually be home for two weeks i took off i have uh the week of labor day i'll be home and then i also took off the entire week after that so feel free to come up stay a couple nights we'll probably go do some comedy are you gonna go to philly comedy fest i'd like to i just don't want to spend a hundred dollars I think we just know enough people that we might be okay. A comic. It's like helium. You can walk into helium almost any night when there's a show happening and be like, I'm a comic. and like, Or you don't even say it. They'll just be like, they know you, you are i do want to see that show it looks like it's gonna be a really fun day dude I, yeah i might good i think i work all day anyway so it's i'm like, a fan just, of, of do ragging them dude I, I listen to them kind of regularly uh, drew and Naeem have been like super cool to me always yeah, same uh, drew is always I, I, Naeem I, opened, is. I, I opened for drew on a show and it was it was great
0: Naeem great. was just on legion he was on legion of skanks yes yeah, yeah he yeah. was
1: on a show at the stand one night and i was up there Didn't he opened for fucking shane a couple months ago oh he, he yeah. he's been to, doing so him, Shane. Nate, and the uh, seem to like all kind of rotate in opening and working with Shane.
0: Let's put out some plugs. Yeah, and man. now
1: let's end this.
0: And dude, that was that was an amazing episode. That's something we haven't done. a Three and a half hours. No, well, I mean we usually that. Have plus, hour episodes. So like, I mean, yeah. do you want
1: to do a part of threes with this, or you want to just do hour should, and a half episodes? Split. Once should... I edit it, I'll see. Yeah, see what yeah. You got. Three and a half. the master with <laughs> the the should, editing. You should fucking play around with three.
0: But yeah that was that was intense that was interesting that's a that's I'm a, a full lot of blown stuff schizophrenic baby <laughs> we have not got into
1: things that deep on here really we I didn't really... get to get that deep man that was all surface level <laughs> stuff i got just tailored for you guys declan requested philly stuff i got all sorts of crazy yeah, i shit. think uh just given the our viewership and our friends that we have that like this show um i think some of you guys are really gonna enjoy some of this stuff but uh, that was amazing yeah and hit me up at Rhinestone Cowboy. Any special spelling on that? Yeah, it's B O I. It's all all lowercase. If not, just go to Declan's Instagram and literally look up Adamus, A D O M A S. Uh, you cannot spell sadomasochism without Adamus. That's a little <laughs> known fact I learned recently. Uh I, I need to stop doing my business. Uh and so like, yeah, I'll have that. I'll have American Guilt. Uh come check out JJ Malin's because I know like my main hang on a Monday. And then hopefully I'll have a mic to plug soon. I'm working on a mic, so it's dope. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, Everybody, absolutely. follow Adamus. Please um,
0: support the show. It's coming. It's new. I'm hopefully gonna have like once I have everything going for
1: American Guilt. Hopefully, you'll have me on on your first episode and shock me with some of this I'm shit, hoping man. to have I'm hoping to have a bunch of I'm hoping to pre-record a bunch of stuff. Again, tennis assassination, Denis Cusinage, the the death of Paul Wellstone, uh, just getting drunk and talking about weird movies. <laughs> I. That's amazing. I know. I'm, maybe, I'm ready. Maybe we'll have Raymond come up and uh, yeah, record a couple All of your right, episodes for you. Guys, I want to have you guys on.
0: Guys, you can follow the show at 555 Let Me Call You Back on Instagram. You can also find Declan at Declan Loves Meatballs on Instagram.
1: Yep. I got a couple of things coming up right now. Uh, end of August here, August 26th. I have the Dads of Summer Comedy Show up in Hartford, Connecticut at the Elbow Room. I'll be on that with Pat Oates and C. W. Davis, hosted by Emily Sierra, for you local uh, Connecticut comedians and Northeast uh, comedians and know those names, it's gonna be a really fun time. Um September twelfth, I'll be on a show actually with Ryan Shaner. Fucking nice do- great oh yeah that's the one out in aston yeah i'll be on that fucking yeah that fucked up scary poster dude yeah oh actually i'm gonna be on jj mallon's uh lovable monsters september nice. 21st i think if not that'll be correct. speaking of monsters <laughs> what is it uh oh, little stinkers i'm sorry john o'donnell's on that show too yes what else do i have coming up october 12th uh the benefit for ryan rosario so we actually have that set and everything um Patty wax is where we're going to be having this at it's going to be from two to five it's a three-hour event we will have a band and we will also have comedy you're going to have local favorites like belinda clear you're gonna have true pabski and a couple other comedy uh philly comedians that are going to be on this show um, i'm going to be hosting as well as doing a little bit of time we're going to be there celebrating Ryan's life, raising a little bit of money to help out with some of the expenses and the headstone costs that we incurred, obviously, for a young guy without insurance and wasn't really prepared to pass away. But that's how it goes in Philly. You yeah. Know? We have, you know, beef and beers. We bowl a little bit. We collect money and we put a stone in there for him. So.
0: And it's a good um, cause.
1: It's going to be a great cause, honestly, guys. I mean, it, there's some pretty awesome prizes that are on the table. Um, a couple different like raffles for like different like trips. I think there's a Phillies game. There was supposed to be a fucking like fourteen thousand dollars safari coupon. Yeah. Um, some pretty crazy oh, yeah. shit that are on that. Uh, a couple fishing trips. There's some fishing boxes and different things that are included in that. Um come out and show support. It's a it's like a beef and beer style thing, guys. There's gonna be a ticket to get in. If there's a buffet bar included and in a drink package as well. You can go to my Instagram or my Facebook and follow the links that I'll post that information to find the more information about the tickets and what it includes if you feel like you want to enjoy. It. Be there at Patty Wax. We're going to blow it down. And guys,
0: you can follow me on Instagram at Ray underscore Brooks, B-R-O-O-X.
1: Damn, you really just gave up with that one. What? (laughs) Nothing creative, man? No. Raymond's my NPR host. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> it's, know. A very, it's a very NPR uh, also worked with the CIA. Nice. There's a yeah. ton of. Anyways, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, what the fuck was I just supposed to say? I fucking forgot. Forget it. Hey guys, thanks a lot for listening to this one. You're probably hearing this one in a couple pieces. This is gonna be a wild one to listen to. We hope you really enjoyed it. We really hope you enjoyed Adamus. And you as know always, this will be the last one they hear. Right? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Good night. That's it, guys.
0: If you've made it this far, thanks for listening. You can follow Adamus on Instagram at rhinestonecowboy. Also follow Declan at Declan Loves Meatballs. And myself at Ray underscore Brooks, B-R-O-O-X. See you guys.